Are you running? Yeah. Okay, that was incredible. Thanks, uh, Kobayashi. Uh, we had a brief chat before, and you mentioned that, like, oh, I don't usually do along with the guitar, but you were great. You, you, you can hold that in front of, like, full audience. It wouldn't disappoint. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, it's, it's, it's just that um, we've been playing uh, with, uh, with those guys that are coming in town in a couple of days, uh, like for maybe five years now. So we, we really have like this live show uh, with lots of um, improvisations, lots of room to you know to express ourselves and uh, all the arrangements are done for that and so um it's um uh, i hope that uh, people also get the chance to to see that uh of course uh playing vocals and guitar it's uh, like such an institution in brazil you know we have those 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 legends like uh, João Gilberto, Caetano Veloso, and uh, and it's it's really a a, a form that I, I would love to to explore more. But the truth is that I didn't had much of chance to do it this in the last years. <laughs> I mean, I totally understand. Like once you play with a full band, and then it's suddenly again just you, it's kind of like more stripped down. You feel more naked, nowhere to hide. And but usually we talk about the gigs later but because it's fresh still and it's very near so because you're here on a tour uh, but before if we, people miss out i want you to introduce yourself this joa yes i'm joan self i'm from rio de janeiro now based in france uh for um, um maybe a um, a dozen years now, so uh, kind of local tour in in uh, in France in a city named Lyon. Um, I really uh, uh, started music as a child. Um, my father is a, was a pastor, and uh, on the church I used to spend my weekends like uh, hooked on the musicians, uh, like wow, what's this? What's that? And uh, and trying to um, to learn a, a bit like that, um, and I always composed my my songs. So uh, after many years, like touring on only with traditional Brazilian music, because I really was hooked on that since I'm a capoeira player, and okay. uh, it's, uh, I started as a teenager, and capoeira kind of opened um, me to all the traditional Brazilian music, like more than samba, you know, uh, like maracatu, forró, tambor de crioula, and you have so many rhythms uh, and, and um, things going on uh, in, in Brazil. And so I, I toured many years only with that kind of projects, like um, playing with, uh, with old masters like uh, Mestre Luis Pachão and others. And, um, and uh, it was a meeting with a guy in a jam session in Lyon, whose name is Bruno Patchworks, which is a very talented music producer. And uh, we played in a jam session together and he was like, oh, we should do something together. Like, I love so much all those Tropicali albums and Arthur Verocai and he started talking me, me about you know, musicians that are not very well known that I love and I was like yeah let's do that you know his know his stuff <laughs> yeah right. and that's how my solo career actually started in uh, 2016 and uh, and well uh, it's now um, 
like three albums later uh, well I'm here in, in London and so happy to 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 be able to uh, express uh, my myself through 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 my music and how many gigs you got now in the UK uh, we're doing uh, four gigs um, going uh, London on paper dress live then moving to Bristol at the jam jar uh, after we go to Falmouth to play at uh, Falmouth, oh, right, Cornish Bank Amazing. And, uh, and then back to Brighton uh, playing uh, Alphabet. Alphabet. All fantastic venues around the UK, like, I mean, you're going to have a great time. Is that your first time touring in the UK? Uh, I, I already toured with other projects, but first time with my stuff. Okay, when you say other projects, like, under which hat? Like you were as a musician, as a singer? Yeah, um, I, I think the last time I played here was with uh, Sociedade Recreativa, which is um, um, kind of uh, electronic music project with an um, uh, American producer that's been living in Brazil for a long time named Magabu. Mm -hmm. And uh, the idea of this project is mixing uh, bass music with traditional music, so I was kind of the percussionist and singer on on that project, uh, and I, r I remember a great time uh, playing at. Um, I think the venue doesn't exist anymore. It was named Passing Clouds. Oh yeah, the Passing Clouds. <laughs> it's like hometown for yeah, so many people. It was great atmosphere. Like people was, were like um, dressed like uh, with. Um, uh, you, it's you a full could, dress you, up uh, yeah, night. You, you could yeah. pick. You, there was like um, uh, wardrobes with plenty of of stuff you could you put your, yourself in, make your your own character, and uh, it was really really good vibes. Uh, so yeah, I guess that was maybe five years ago something like wow. that mm. yeah maybe more is it five years ago that they closed it because uh, six, covid know. was like yeah because now they reopen it under a different name the jago i think they called mm. uh it's the same space so the only thing those the people who was running the passing clouds the reason they closed that they wanted to build the uh, flats yeah and they managed to secure it as a landmark as a culture space oh, and so they did it yeah yeah so Great. they couldn't uh, demolish the building but they couldn't keep the building anymore the people that were running passing clouds and somebody else is now running it but it's still a music venue which is great because it was a great location mm -hmm. i went like the best part is there man <laughs> <laughs> so many good good memories god he threw me back okay so it's it's nice to know that you had that chance to come to the uk with a different acts with your your doing more than just your own career i mean you say it's your third album yeah yeah it came out in february it came out in february in underdog records passarium passarium um, and um before i had done two, um, 2021 mm -hmm. um and uh the first one was on favorite recordings named natureza and that first album was the, there were uh, we didn't actually play it live because I was touring with Sociedade Creativa and other uh, and Master Luis Pachão and, and uh, other stuff and and my my mate Bruno Patchworks also had his other projects running and uh, and we kind of 
did the album not knowing what will become, you know, so... That's it, the best it, way, no? Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay, I'm just going to go to the studio. I have something on my chest. I uh -huh. need to take it out uh -huh. and start recording. Yeah, and we kept that feeling on the other albums. I mean, when we uh, write the albums, compose, we don't think about the live act. Yeah. So if you want, if you want to ping, put strings on it, we put strings on the track. If you want, like, a big horn sections, okay, let's put a big horn section. I think that's very important because yeah. you know what happened a lot: bands playing on the roads, getting to the studio, they try to do what they did in the live show. It never sounds the same. Mm -hmm. And if you come into the studio as a producer, somebody write music and do whatever is the right thing for the tune, mm -hmm. you feel more liberated. Of course, and, and, and it's different musical practices, you know, like listening to an album yeah. or being on a live show is totally different because on a live show you got all that vibe going on and, uh, well, when you're at your house, you just uh, have to get that on the record. So uh, it's, it's interesting to keep like this. So the fun thing is that, as I was telling you, we have this live band that been playing together now for, for five years. So we rearrange all the tracks, like starting from the vocal and guitar and, uh, and really the, the song. Uh, and But so from, from the first albums, like... Yeah, still for, I mean, for, for all the, the, the albums of music that are in the albums, we really try to, to like extract the, the, the main thing on the song and then rearrange it for the live. Wow. So some tracks are really, really different live than they are in the album because we jam a lot and we experience things and we try to, to take it somewhere else. I think that's what I always expect for musicians. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes you come and you hear the same as the album. Some tunes you want to hear the same as the album, but I think... There are certain musicians and certain style of music that you go and listen to and you go like, oh man, they did a different version of that and I really dig that. It wasn't like just listening to the album playing, which is quite interesting. Keep the crowd uh, fresh and they don't know what to expect. No? Mm -hmm. Of course. And even for us as a musician, because I mean, when you record a track, till the album is released, like maybe one year goes on. And so then we have to play it But you're already, your, your, your mind, yourself, you're already in another place, you know? Exactly. So, so I, mean, I think we, wish we would get bored, you know, to, yeah, yeah. to like, oh, let's do that arrangement we did one and a half year ago. Yeah. And so much things pass through your life. I mean, personally and things you hear and you see and you experience and all that must come out you know do you work closer like with a producer or do you produce everything how, how does that work so uh, all the um, the um, the album stuff uh we do it uh me and bruno patchworks uh this guy so um sometimes i bring like the whole song sometimes i i just have uh, a melody sometimes he um, uh, propose me a melody and uh, and then we kind of arrange together and he do has all the, um, the the production after he's really talented and, and works very fast which is very pleasant because I mean we can get in the studio in the morning and have a, a track finished by the end of the day Wow! which is uh, very um, 
Um, I great. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 I mean, you feel great because it's it's done. You know, you just don't have to to come wow. back and and we really dig the mood. We're on that moment. So even in in the um, in the lyrics, uh, it's kind of. Uh, Like we meet in the studio in the morning, and how you feeling? And uh, um, like w one track we wrote uh, the day at, at uh, Nanavas Concelos passed away, which is uh, for me one of the greatest musicians of all time. This Brazilian guy, Nanavas Concelos, and we were like so uh, uh, touched by 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 his the fact that he's passed away during the night. And we, we did the song for him, and by the end of the day, the song was there, and all that feeling uh, was uh, kind of transformed into music, you know? And, uh, and uh, I mean, I feel so grateful to, to, to be able to work as a musician and make it uh, a profession, because it's kind of therapy for myself you know oh and, yeah absolutely and being absolutely. able to share that and uh and and get a living out of that is it's it's just uh, amazing you know like i'm still uh, every time i'm i've been doing this all my life but i i, I still uh get like wow <laughs> that feeling well it's good you don't take it for granted you know because it's i think it's super important like how old are you now if i may ask Hmm? How old are you now, if I may ask? Sorry? How old are you? I'm 42. 42. So yeah. I think to get to that age and the path of making music, and when did you make the decision to move to France? Like, uh, It wasn't actually a decision. I was in, in, in university two in, days in, in, <laughs> in Brazil. I was in university in Brazil, but then uh, the university got on strike like for many months. And, um, and uh, I kind of tried to get an inscription in the French university and it worked so okay let's and why did you study what was your art history okay and uh, science of education I was really, really like deep on that thing about traditional music in Brazil and how how it, um, it it's um, um, passed through no so that's the link in between art history and science yeah, education yeah. so all my my research in university was around that and um, capoeira of course uh and, and then i i got back to brazil but um when i was a stu student in france i did some um uh replacements on a music hall company Uh, and so, a few years after I come back to Brazil, those guys uh, call me back and say, well, the guy you replaced it is really moving uh, abroad to, to China, and uh, if you want, uh, the place is, is yours. So wow. I was like, okay. And um, the fun, funny thing is that uh, this uh, music hall company did lots of shows for children, and we, we really spent lots of time in Africa, in West Africa, in the Caribbean, in even in Latin America. So, so the thing is that I didn't really move it to France because we spent more time traveling. And when we didn't have shows, I went back to Brazil. Okay. So I spent like, like seven, eight years, like living like that, like kind of life on the road for seven, eight years yeah. in different countries. Yeah. And, wow. uh, and, um, And uh, well, at a point, I I was like, well, 
I have my stuff in in different countries, in uh, different cities. I don't know where is this, where is that. And I, I kind of, um, uh, after uh, having the, um, the um, impression that I was like at home everywhere, at a certain point, I had the impression I wasn't at home anywhere <laughs> so i had okay. to 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 bring it down and uh and well leon came up uh, naturally um as uh, i really kind of uh, built a, a musical family in leon leon is a really interesting city because like as me when i did the, the inscription to university i was like oh paris I really don't have the money to like to to stand for two weeks there, uh, but I have money to stand for one one month, <laughs> maybe in Lyon or Marseille. So I I went to Lyon without knowing what to expect, but it was like kind of a a second choice, you know. I had to do, uh, and and I guess that many people from all over the world come to Lyon like that. So it's re it's really cool. As a second option to Paris. Like, yes, yes. Okay. And, and um, because it's, it's really cheaper and it's close to Paris yeah. and close to every, everywhere, actually. It's very central in France. And so um, I have like friends from uh, Morocco, like very good musicians, like Babel Blues. I have friends from uh, Togo, like Voodoo Game. I have friends from uh, Mexico, like Cumbia Boruca. Uh, and uh, from Mali, Beka Quintet, and uh, and so on, so on, so on. You know, so many musicians from all over the world that are living there. But it's kind of a village, like we we. Kind it of, sounds too good to be true, man. We all I, I, kind of um, we all kind of know um, go during the beers at the end of the day the same places. Uh, I mean, we rehearsal at the same places. We play in the same venues and we are kind of it's like a family of musicians and everybody's near each other and yeah, supporting yeah very lots of solidarity and lots of these kinds of things of re replacement and like oh i need can you because the other one is playing with the other okay and uh, and this stimulates a lot uh i mean i wasn't in electronic music before coming to to, to friends and uh and the fact that you first meet the guys you know like mm -hmm. you know, drinking a beer and like that and chilling and then the guy say oh come to the concert then you go with like another way the of different listening way, yeah, of uh, and, and and understanding the thing because human goes first you know and i think that um it's uh, something that we all experience you know like oh i don't don't like brazilian music oh but joan of course nice guy okay i'll, I'll go there to the concert you know <laughs> and we are all like this uh kind of um uh finally kind of crossing the borders that we put in our minds you know uh, thanks to to this kind of village thing i think Maybe some people wouldn't agree with me, but I do feel it in the UK, in London as well. Like, you know, for example, we mentioned all those venues. It's all those venues that I know and a lot of my musician friends know, DJs and, and diggers for music. And, you know, I just came in, we saw Pedro. It's like, it's always you meet the same same and different people and it's expanding. It's, 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 I've always feel London is like a village, even though it's, not, it's like a big city. I don't know if it was the same in Paris. I have a good friend that lives there and she recently moved a little bit to the countryside. She's a fantastic violin player with Sam. She's incredible. But yeah, I think that that's something that's really inspiring. Once you meet a lot of other musicians, a lot of different culture, and 
you mix with them and it feels like it's the right place to be like uh, but how, how do you compare no, I wouldn't say compare but how do you experience the life in France compared to Brazil um, do you have like homesick most moments that you go like ah no not not that much because I, I, I kind of go every year for at least one or two months and uh, um, and I mean I came out of Brazil, but Brazil didn't come out of me, you know, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, you still sing in Portuguese. Yes, and, and in Lyon, there is, like, a, a, a community of Brazilians, so, like, every weekend there is capoeira, ho roda de capoeira, roda de samba, forró, and, uh, you know, all things going on. Now, now there's roda de coco and uh, maracatu, so... We we kind of recreate, you know. You're saying a lot of stuff that I, I don't know. Uh, I knew the capoeira, <laughs> but the rest I got lost. <laughs> Just to give you a heads up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's not um, it's uncommon, but uh, I, I, I guess there there aren't much cities uh, in France where there's all that going on. But the fact is, in Lyon, yes. So it, it helps not to get homesick. And um, and to to go deeper in your question, I I think that I mean I kind of left Brazil maybe because there is like no intermediate um, artistic scene like there is underground and mm -hmm. mainstream, you know. Okay. And in between that, um, there is nothing. Only for in Sao us, Paulo. All the diggers, Only we in feel Sao like Paulo. Uh, okay. Sao Paulo has it's like this thing. intermediate seat because there's so many people, and uh, and then you have more like alternative venues that are not completely underground, and and the, there is kind of uh, more money too. But Sao Paulo, it's really a place to live. That wow, I mean, my grandmother is from Sao Paulo, so I used to go every every year to to spend time with her. Uh, and uh, it's just too much for me, you know, like, I mean, we're, we're talking about a village, you know, in a city, and Sao Paulo is just the opposite, you know, <laughs> okay. like you, you can see the sky, you know, um, and uh, I, I wouldn't be able to, to live there. I mean, I'm from Rio de Janeiro, and here in Sao Paulo has this kind of, you know, uh, okay, okay, is it like a rival thing? Yeah, because it's really different ways of living, you know. In Rio de Janeiro, it's a big city, but then you you have the sea, and you have this kind of soulful and livable thing of enjoying yourself, and uh, okay, let's work a little bit less and enjoy more. And it's some, another coffee. And <laughs> Sao Paulo, it's kind of the opposite. You know, we have to work, 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 and no, 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 don't don't stop, don't don't take time for yourself, and go, 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 go. And uh, I, I wouldn't be able to 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 live like that. So. Um, I, I noticed that uh, as an artist, I had the, the, um, this thing, or well, if you want to make a, a living of, uh, uh, as an artist, then you have to go to mainstream. And I also didn't want it that because it's uh, such a like fake world, you know? Yeah. Um, too much money, too quick, and, uh, and people kind of lose their integrity. Uh, and uh, I, I kind of, like saw those things and said, no, that's it's, not for me. I think it's really by the by. It's really by an individual because I think some people, they really like it. They really like that kind of music. They really enjoy it and they almost don't see the 
hypocrite behind it. You know what I mean? Like uh, and artistically, I mean, there's so much nice groups and artists that that do uh, like a of course fucking man. good first album. You know, auto produce it and and the album is. I mean, I I could quote so many artists I love, and then the second album. Is like a major, and they're like, no, let's do like this, and no, 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 to like to so so that the music can goes in the no, novella, you know, because that's like and that. The the, that's like like that. Wow, you did it, you know. Uh, but then all the artistic like essence the of it is it's <laughs> diluted, like, and the second and third albums uh, are generally like, oh no, man, how come? How come they did a first album like this, and then? And then they go like that, but it's all this mainstream thing, you know. Uh, and I, I think it's a shame. Uh, fortunately, uh, some of them like make a, a, a come a, back, a, a make a comeback, <laughs> and say, no, 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 I kind of lost myself, and now, now that I have this big fan base and all this, okay, I, I can, can go do back my own to the thing, to, like, yeah, yeah. But um, but not easy, and uh, and and people, I, I often. Uh, got this kind of comments. Oh, but what's the matter with Brazilian music? Uh, we don't see like many stuff uh, coming up and, and going going up, coming up from Brazil. I say yes. The thing is that the underground albums don't reach abroad. You no, know, outside they kind of stay there underground. And, and then once they they got some visibility, the artistic thing is is not as deep as as it, yeah. it should. So, um, so you really must dig, and uh, unfortunately now there's lots of independent music festivals in Brazil that are um, like many and many are kind of multiplicating themselves, and that is helping uh, this uh, the, the this new generation uh, to 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 come up and stay true to to itself, and uh, and that's really that's really good. I guess they're naturing the the pure artistic, you know, the artists that want to do their own stuff without compromising. Mm. Do you go back to play in Brazil? Uh, like, we, there was COVID, so uh, we couldn't go for the last album, was like, because it's, it's too, too much, it was too much risk, you know, like to buy tickets, not knowing if it would yeah, be absolutely. confined or not. And so we kind of did, okay, let's uh, let's just uh, pass this one. But we, we are going um, on tour uh, on the beginning of the next year. Uh, okay, so there's some dates. Yeah, That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Is that going to be your first time with your own stuff yes, playing in Brazil? Stuff, yeah, yeah. Wow. Do you remember that moment when, I don't know, you hold a guitar for the first time and, or you wrote the first song and you were like, that's what I want to do in my life? I mean, you said as a kid, you used to see this musician and you were drawing to that. Mm. But is everybody's uh, part in the life that I think they go, okay, that's... Because you have to put yourself 100% into it. That's how I see it. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Mm. You know, and do you remember that moment? So the thing is that uh, as I composed it since a child, like, um, and loved writing poems and, and composing like melodies, uh, and, and there, uh, we had, like my father had lots of musicians in, in his friend's circle. Um, I often talked about Vanda Sa because uh, she was like every time at my my, my home and and uh, she used to bring us to to see the concerts with Roberto Menescal, João Donato, Marcos Valle, and I mean 
as a child, those guys were just just crazy, around, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's once I, I, I got an adult, I, I, I realized who them were. Um, but um, I could see uh, how they struggle. And I was like, mm, I don't want to like bargain uh, my my thing, you know. Uh, so I really quick, uh, um, I kind of did a deviation to uh, theater. So I studied okay. theater for a while, and that's how I came up with the music hall shows. You know, it was more because of theater and dancing because of capoeira too um, than the music, but. Uh, once I got in the company, I started like um, uh, creating the scores for the shows, and like music was always there. But I I didn't uh, believe I could make a living like be, being uh, true to myself, and uh, and and that's a thing that that came up like little by little. Uh, first um, touring with um, other musicians where I could um, compose for them. Even as a side musician, you know, I could uh, compose and write the lyrics and, and all, all this. And, and then finally, uh, once I, I met uh, Bruno, it, 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 I, I could really express myself um, as a whole person. Uh, but uh, it, it was something that, that came up. Actually, it wasn't really like, okay, I will do this and I will like hold on until it, till it works. It was something, okay, let's, I, I want to keep composing for me first, you know, and writing for me first as something like maybe intimate, but something precious for me. Uh, and I, that's why I say I'm really lucky to, 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 to be able to, to, to do this uh, uh, as a job uh, uh, now, but it, it wasn't planned. I kind of try to deviate, but music catch, catch me up. Yeah, but at the same time, you kept on doing and I think that's in so many ways for me always been the definition of success it's not necessarily if you make a lot of money or something mm. or you become rich that doesn't define shit it's mm. more about the fact that if you do what you love and you keep on doing it and every time you know it's, they say that the hole in the rock come from a drop but mm -hmm. exactly. eventually it goes in and that sounds like what you did you know you were like okay it's so funny when you tell the story because <laughs> like my dad is a singer and I, I knew this word from, from that angle and I had a similar sort of vibe of like I don't want to struggle or keep running after one thing so I was doing so many things as well mm. around it but always within the music business mm. uh, and yeah sometimes you just find yourself after all this time and go like Okay, so everything I did kind of lead you to this, but when you started, you don't necessarily know. It's like when you did your first album, you said you would just say, okay, let's just record it, see mm -hmm. what happened, you know? Okay, so so in that in that moment, when in the theater, when you start to make the music, the, there was any feedback that you were feeling like from, from the people saying like, okay, you should do something or... So, you know, to, from, from that uh, space to actually record an album, bringing a band together, going on the road is like, it's a journey. Yeah, I guess it's kind of ambivalent because uh, on a certain point, yeah, people will, do, will say, wow, that's really interesting stuff you're bringing uh, because it's not only traditional music and it's like, it's also pop, but it's also 
kind of jazzy and it's it's different and it's interesting uh, but uh, on the other point there was this these people telling me oh but you're brazilian so you must play samba and you must play like those songs that are uh, um that are uh, are working right now and i, and I was like no i no, don't want to different. do that you know? <laughs> uh, so so i kind of had the two uh, aspects but uh i i totally agree with you with that image of the 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 water drops going on a rock and and in the first song i played i was, i i actually see said this no way <laughs> uh, uh, because uh it's it's really i think that's really i think it's it's about living you know yeah. uh, and uh as an artist i i think that that's the main point you can't stop living uh because of uh you have to to have success or you have to work or you have to no just like keep 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 going forward you know and and that's the magic of life uh, Vinicius de Moraes says that a vida é a arte do encontro like life is the art of meeting of encountering okay you know um no one does anything by himself actually you know I, I, and i i mean i have a solo career but it's always about collective and uh oh, yeah, process people that you meet uh, it's uh, incredible and, yeah. uh, and and that's the thing you know if you like kind of close yourself to you oh, i want this I want then you you don't see the, the encounters that life is bringing to you and yeah. uh, and, and and that can take you uh, in different places and that, that experience of living those different places it, it's what shapes you and makes the singularity uh, of yourself that finally is going to touch other people so yeah. um, i think it's uh, uh it's important and i i like try to always like have free time in my agenda like when i have i, I i'm really re very like kind of workaholic you know i'm kind of guy that can can work all night long and, uh, and, uh, and always so many things in my head but i always try to like don't get your agenda full every time because you won't you will be missing all these unexpected things that are coming to you and that are maybe the most precious thing in life so um, yeah, you gotta uh, stop sometimes no mm -hmm. like and 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 grab it in i mean look making uh music and i think yeah, there's a a massive uh, bonus in the language in a way that you can still express yourself in your own language and portuguese is probably one of those languages in the music that being accepted mm -hmm. <laughs> apart from english do you know what i'm saying like yes. in terms of an international mm -hmm. language it's not so many i would always think like it's like the most popular is probably English, Spanish, Portuguese, but Spanish in the, in the Latin America. And I'm mm -hmm. talking about if you go to Europe or even in the States, they, they embrace the Portuguese more than any other language. Mm -hmm. Can you explain that? I mean, maybe it's the rhythm of the, the language. It's more than French. I mean, we can put French and Italian maybe underneath, but, the, you know, German is a bit less. Mm -hmm. uh, Arabic today is a bit, also it's it's by the by but in terms of a general public like even in hebrew or in 
uh, Dutch, or, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. a bit harder. I, I guess that Portuguese is a very musical language, like English. Uh, sometimes I'm in studio with, with Bruno, and he's like, oh, but in terms of, and I write something, and he say, oh, but in terms of metric, it won't work. I say, yes, because it's, it's very, uh, how can I say, stretchful language. Yeah. You know, like you can add uh, metrics and, uh, and take it off so easily. Uh, like playing with the, I, I don't know, it's, it, it's just natural, you know. Uh, first of all, it's a very oral language because Portuguese come from Portugal, but Brazilian, we say it's Portuguese too. Yeah. But it's actually it's Brazilian. No, it's actually not <laughs> as uh, the 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 Portuguese from Portugal, because we have all. How different is it? Like what is the dialects or um, the way maybe, that you roll? The I mean, language? Brazil is it's so huge that uh, if from from north to south, the 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 um, the sound of the language it's really different. You know? Wow. Uh, and and uh, and there is this thing like in between cities and the countryside too. Uh, yeah. Like uh, so, the expressions and the the the, um, the use of of um, metaphors and all this, uh, because it's really an oral language more than written language. Uh, so it's uh, it's always evolving, you know. We are only having this kind of grammar uh, revisions from from the the states saying, okay, so now we don't use this anymore, and we use this. And use oh, that. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, so um, I think that helps a lot for. For music, and uh, and then uh, I guess um, Brazil has this kind of uh, uh, the world has kind of fascination for Brazil because of those this melting pots and uh, this kind of like anyone could be Brazilian, you know, hmm. like you could be a- a- Asian and be Brazilian, you can be white and be Brazilian, you can be black and be Brazilian, and 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 so on, so on, so on, so on. So um, uh, people kind of can I- I- identify themselves with Brazil maybe easily than with other countries. Yeah. So this also helps maybe a little bit like English from America, where there is kind of this uh, thing too. And finally, it's 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 history because uh, we had this uh, dictatorial. Uh, um, governments uh, running on the 60s and the 70s. I mean, from 64 to 82. Wow. And that was maybe the golden years of music production, you know. So uh, many very good artists from Brazil were abroad and not like everywhere, you know. Like some some of them go to Chile, others go to Italy, others go to France, others go to States. England, States, yeah. and uh, and uh, those guys um, like played like uh, as side musicians here for the jazz man and others like that. and and little by little uh, people got interested in Brazilian music because it was like the best musicians were. Abroad, yeah. uh, and uh, and and that helped um, kind of exporting Brazilian music and getting Brazilian music to be well known all over the world. There's something in the rhythm that is, <laughs> it doesn't exist almost in any other music. I, I I don't know because I mean Brazil Brazilian music comes from 
like mainly um, uh, Africa. So, I mean, before Samba, there is Semba from Angola. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 root, the root of Samba <laughs> is Semba, which is the uh, most popular rhythm in Angola. Um, and, uh, I mean, Congolese music, um, even music from um, West Africa, like Yoruba, from Benin, Togo, all those... Um, all those kingdoms from from Africa um, were deported to, to Brazil and brought their their music. So we 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 are kind of we have that richness uh, because we often say oh, um, Africans, but it was like, it was like kingdoms and yeah. uh, and uh, and well in civil whole civilizations that were brought to Bra to Brazil and. Um, and then there there is uh this deep um spiritual connection with music with the indians in brazil mm -hmm. and that that's something that it's kind of uh it's there you know you 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 can't see but you can feel that that heritage yeah. of the indian music um and uh and that goes in the interpretation so that's probably why we have these great interpreters in Brazil, because of that connection with the, the soil, you know. Um, and then um, all the European uh, luggage, which actually it's mainly Arabic. Yeah. Because the Portuguese that came to Brazil, they were just like uh, coming from seven centuries of Arabic colonization. That's, no... So so incredible. so uh most people don't like uh, admit that but it's a fact you know like i was in a um, um a residency artistic residency with gnawa musicians mm -hmm. you know from from morocco and we had like the same melodies in traditional gnawa music, music wow. and traditional music from brazil the same melody you know so same scales because Gnawa, actually Gnawi, Gnawi means from Guinea, from Guinea. Okay. So those um, guys that went there, they 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 came from Guinea, and so they also came to Brazil. You know, they, they were kind of that those migrations were. So that's why we we are um, so uh, uh, deeply connected. And instruments like habeca, which is the traditional violin in Brazil that you yeah. play like in your in your arm here. Uh, in uh, Maghreb, we have hebab, hebeca hebab, you know, which yeah. is the one they play in the in their knee. Yeah, with the, the violin knee. in yeah, the yeah. knee. And and you have you have the same kind of phrasings. On, on, on those instruments. So, well, uh, and since we are we are kind of young country, uh, and that we don't uh, look too much to our history because it's so um, uh, painful, um, then we keep like feeding ourselves with with, with what comes from outside. So they say that. Um, uh, Anthropophagismo cultural, which is anthropophagy, I don't know, it's the way. No, the Indians, they used to eat their enemies to get their force. Oh, God. No? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they mean. it's not because they like it, the human flesh. It's because yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they believe they, in they that. believe that, that that eating their enemies they will appropriate their force. And uh and in Brazil, like all artistic movements are based on that. Since we are such a young country, you know, so since um uh the modern art of Brazil, they concept they have a this this idea like a concept that we eat what comes from abroad, but then it transforms in something else. Yeah, and then it's come out and we just we digest from you, exactly. Yeah. So we, we change our, ourselves but we're still we. And um and I guess um that's what happened with uh with jazz and then funk and then soul and rock and and, and all like different um uh, music coming coming up from, from abroad. And I kind of in my music I kind of try to to, to keep following up that um making uh, uh links with african music and caribbean music because as i had the opportunity of traveling a lot and spending time uh, like in africa and the caribbean i could see like we have more things in common that differences you know like capoeira in caribbean there is laja or damier which are kind of same thing as capoeira you know it's same concept of fight dancing yeah with with same movements wow but how come the brazilian are much more popular than (laughs) uh good question good question uh i guess that because you like bombard me with a lot of new information that i didn't know i'm like i'm gonna listen to my own show three times so i can soak it in but i think about Well, the, so the, the the main idea is that and, and there is a, a, a British uh, sociologist that talk about the Black Atlantic, no, uh, his, uh, his name is Gilmore, um, Gilmore, and uh, he he says that it's a it's a um, cultural zone, the Black Atlantic, because it's made of back and forth mu- movements. No, I was talking about samba, samba, but we could talk about rumba. Like rumba uh, came from Spain, uh, Spain, then went to Cuba, very popular in Cuba. Then Congolese guys went to Cuba to make their university and studies during the Cold War, and then they brought that back to uh, to Congo and make Congolese rumba. But at the wow. beginning, rumba comes from nkumba. Nkumba is a Congolese traditional dance. It's a de- belly dance, you know, yeah. like samba. And so, so humba gave, uh, nkumba gave humba and became also cumbia, you know? Wow. So <laughs> it's, it's, so this is the black Atlantic. It's, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's not only one way. It goes and it comes back and, uh, and back and forth. And, and, and when you keep that, that movement. Uh, so that's uh, what I try to, to, to also uh, bring in my music, like kind of, only uh continuing this moment movement of eating other stuff and trying to digest and and uh, and put it in my own own way but it's something that's definitely there so l- let's talk a little bit about the latest album it came out in february uh you mentioned the name pa- passarinho. Sorry. passarinho 
Passarinho. Passarinho means, means little bird. Little bird. Yeah. Oh, it's on the cover. I should have figured yeah. it out myself. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, this album, um, like the one before, Navegar, Navegar means navigate, and was really like trying to explain this concept of Black Atlantic in my music, Navegar. And Passarinho, it, it's, it's, it's le less a concept album. I would say that it's more like a compilation of songs okay. because it was written during the different confinements. Mm -hmm. And you know, that was a period uh, where the feelings were like yeah. up and down every time, like open, yeah, close, close. <laughs> open, yeah, close. And, 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 and I had that feeling that, you know, um, we were um, uh, kind of dying because we couldn't breathe because the planet it's it's dying because it, it, it can't breathe anymore the pl our planet and, and 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 i really believe that um like hu humanity and, and nature are the same thing uh and i was like really uh hooked on um, a writer brazilian writer which his name is ayuton krenak which come from a a, 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 a tribe uh, a tribe i don't know if you heard about this story there was like this um mineral exploitation where the the river the um, i don't know how to say the, um, the well, like a waterfall style yeah and and yeah. And, uh, and all this um toxic mug uh got in the river and kind of killed lots of people and the, what was that uh, like five years ago no way what it's in uh rio doce in minas gerais uh, is the name of the river rio doce and and uh and his tribe he lives by uh uh the the, the this river and uh, like the government say oh you, you have to go now and they say no we're not leaving our parents you know because the river is kind of like our mother and we're not leaving her, her if she's dying we stay until the end and he wrote this book uh, ideas to postpone the end of the world uh where he says well the end of the world started for us like 500 years, years ago when the when the, the colonization started but we're still here and we'll still kind of imagine imagine other possibilities other ways of living and other futures and and if, if we if we don't do this then we then we're done then we're finished because there's no hope no we need hope and as an artist um that was really wow for me because i feel like we have this kind of social function as, a, as an artist because we have the privilege of being heard heard yeah and um and I wanted to share that idea that uh, other, like we can imagine other uh, other futures, you know, and we, we must keep doing that to to survive. And uh, and so Passarinho is a song about about that uh, that really came. Uh, and it was funny because it was a moment where we could listen to the birds, you know, everywhere. That's true. Uh, during the confinements, you know, yeah, yeah, it was peaceful, and the birds were there singing, and and so the birds are still there singing. No? So let's let's keep keep on singing, and uh, so passarinho, it's it's uh, it's a lot about that. But as I said, 
um, <laughs> it was so many different emotions uh, during that period. So there's lots of songs like the second one, Cantar Cantar, the, the, the hook is Vida Vai Melhorar, like life is going to be better. And uh, it's kind of me telling myself, you know. So it's that period of time when you were really like, you know, writing the music to self-meditate, to make yourself believe like we're going to get out of it. It just feels like it was yesterday and then it feels like so long time ago at the same mm. time, no? Like so much other crap is happening constantly. <laughs> uh, but he was saying like how much you were like, as Brazil, you know, you embrace a lot of music from abroad and then it comes out. Do you feel that now being in France for what, 10 years? Eight well, years, 12, yeah. 12 years, well, like, do you, do you feel the French got under your skin? Yes, I, I guess, uh, as I said, in the um, in the way of making music, probably, yeah. like not in the not in the the the, the message or the thing, that things I deliver, deliver because, as I told you, I'm really uh, I really feel myself like kind of a part of a, a chain of all those masters of Brazilian traditional music that that like kind of uh, uh, transmitted to me so generously so I, I try to like not to fail on them you know and keep that uh, that thing but on the way of crafting you know I really uh, understand now that the influence of, of being in France because uh, as, as I told you like electronic music for me like while I was in Brazil, it was like, oh no, because I talked about dance music and electronic music, like kind of had this um, discrimination, maybe you know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and since living in France, I I, I totally had another uh, point of view on that, starting with dub yeah. music, um, because I loved reggae and then dub naturally, but then other um, uh, aesthetics in electronic music and I really can see now how that influenced my way of producing music. You know? That's quite good because I think it's important, you know, to open yourself to different style of music, you know, otherwise you end up doing the same shit every day, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, that's kind of richness, you know, yeah. being a, a kind of uh, diverse, you know. I I, I always uh, I like an image. There's a this uh, French philosopher called Michel Say that that says that we are we are like um, uh, patchwork, no? Yeah. We, like uh, uh, and and so we can focus on only one piece of the patchwork, but it's nice also to like take the whole picture of it, you know. Yeah. Because then you 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 see wow, like so many textures and colors and different, uh, and 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 that's richness, you know. Uh, that's um, um, like like you you can turn it and it's different, you know. And <laughs> uh, and and I I love that uh, that image and I really uh, kind of identify myself with that, especially being someone that lives abroad, like, uh, and that uh, we all kind of all like we all humans like this, you know, like uh, with uh, um, contradictions, you know. With yeah, uh, of course, with, of course. Uh, I mean, if if you I always think and feel that, you know, when you love music, especially, you know, the passion for music, 
you go into different stages. You know, some people listen to music, you know, very quiet somewhere in the corner. Like, it's like, for me, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I got to feel it. You know, I always got to feel the, the music here in my veins. And it's important for me personally as a DJ, first of all, as a DJ and as a collector, every day I listen to something I never heard before. You know, it's it's become more than... It's, it's just the way I'm consuming life, you know. It's like it's almost impossible that I passed the day and I haven't listened to something I didn't listen before. And keeping buying music and collecting and obviously working on the radio, you get a lot of music and constantly find yourself uh, exposed to new stuff. So it's, it's super important to, uh, how should I say, to embrace that in you. In yourself as a, as an artist and as an individual, I think it's something that we can all benefit from. Uh, but I would want actually to play the first song. Uh, that was the lead single of the album, no? Yes. Yes. I want to play one song because we've been talking and uh, <laughs> we will be talking probably for a little bit more, but we're almost running out of time. But we we we, we drop a tune and then we take it from there. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I heard that first time, when I got that promo, and I was like, oh, this is so good. And since then, you know, having you here in the in the studio, it's it's quite exciting for me. Uh, you mentioned earlier, it's it's always happening, you know, when you get a guest, and then you put the music, and then you talk about a lot of stuff, <laughs> and like, but I want everybody else to hear it, you know. So you were telling a little bit about the back and forward with the producer when you work on the... Yes, because originally the song is really uh, for her. So for her, it's uh, it's kind of ballroom music in Brazil, like with accordion, triangle, and uh, uh, it's really a traditional form. Uh, and the song came 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 out like that. Uh, and then I, I sent to to him, and he was like, "Well." It's done. No, I, I don't have anything to do. Um, I said, no, but try something. Like, just take the the vocal and try to do something. And he said, okay, ju just so just send me the vocals. And uh, I sent him the vocals, and he came up with this kind of Latin jazz idea, like kind of like uh, Santana maybe stuff or, you know, and uh, and I was like, yeah, that's what I want. And, and it's it, such a great feeling. You changed the key, <laughs> you know, and and uh, it's it's really nice because uh, it, it kind of it's that idea that we were sharing that uh, of patchwork, you know, and and that's that's his artistic name, like Bruno Patchworks, uh, and um, oh, and uh, and um, and it's really uh, uh, I'm really grateful to 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 have met this guy and keep working with him because we kind of have this ping pong like this week um, we were in artistic residence with a string quartet and we had like three hours uh, off in the morning and we were like mm, what will should we do like just go off no let's make a song and we did a song and uh, it's really um, uh, it's really nice to, to have part and so it, it, it goes with the idea I was t uh, telling you that uh, Andorinha só não faz verão like we say in Brazil that a, a single bird won't make it to, to, to spring you know Okay. Uh, you have to 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 be uh, to have companions, you know, to 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 have um, other you have other your ones uh, uh, around you, and uh, and uh, and I really I really I'm I'm really grateful for for being able to 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 do this with with him and keep 
on uh, doing. That's, that's great because we were talking about, you know, when you work with a producer that you have a nice click with. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't go without saying, you know. It's something that once it's happened, you really want to nature that. You really want to keep on working. Every once in a while, you got to change for, for yourself music style and, you know, same thing with the directors and uh, different actors and things like that. I, I find it very, you know, Scorsese is really good at that, keeping the same Woody Allen, same thing, <laughs> the same actors in his films. Um, so we slowly beat running our time. Uh, so I just want to bring back again the, the dates that we, we have coming up, which is this weekend. Yes, so uh, November 2, um, Paper Dress Live in London. Uh, then uh, November 3 on Friday, um, we play in Jam Jar in Bristol. Uh, on Saturday night, we'll be doing the Cornish Bank in Falmouth. And then Sunday, 5th November, uh, in uh, Brighton at Alphabet. Nice. And uh, the band is coming uh, on the next days. So, uh, yeah, we're really excited. And for all our international art uh, listeners, where, where are you going heading next? Uh, we'll be in Germany uh, in uh, mid-November, and then we'll have this break uh, before playing in Paris in January, and then uh, going to Brazil. Okay. Are you already working on another album? Because yes. it feels like it's <laughs> in the making. Is it done? Yes, like yes. Your routine is every day you wake up in the morning, go to the studio, no matter what? No, no, it's not like this. I, um, I have, a, a, during the confinement, I, I, I wrote um, a tale for children. Because wow. as I was telling you, I had this, all these years of experience in that. And then since I, I, I guess since I became a father, I didn't want to do this for many years, you know. <laughs> uh, but, but then the, during the confinement, I have this kind of thing that a story that came that it's really uh, close to uh, the idea of Passarinho and all those things about e ecology and, um, and all the things that go coming, going on with the planet. And um, so I had this uh, opportunity of, uh, of creating that next year for a big um, jazz festival in France, the Jazz of Vienne. So uh, I'm working on that, and then like songs keep keep popping. So uh, we 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 have um, already material for a new album, but we don't want to like um, uh, finish now. We just keep doing other music, and and then we'll see. You mentioned something in between the lines. You became a father. When was that? Uh, 12 years ago. Okay. recently. That's the point. That, 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 that was actually the, the point where I needed a, 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 okay. a, a, a home sweet home, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, after being uh, like uh, nom nom nomadic spirits for so many years, uh, that, that came with, with that. Uh, and um, my wife is from Guadeloupe in the French Caribbean. So that also explains this connection I have with the Caribbean. And uh, we, the last song we produced is actually very inspired on the Zouk rhythm, you know. Uh, so much great music from like small islands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we know Jamaica, but wow, there's so many great music, Trinidad, 
but also Martinique, Guadeloupe, and uh, and so um, yeah, we uh, keep uh, we keep digging that, and uh, and also I mean touring um, when we're in the van, like we we're always like sharing oh listening the the the, 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 the music we dig, oh, listen to this like obscure Congolese artist or this guy from Ghana and uh, and so on and so on and and that is like always inspiring new songs so I mean touring is, is very inspiring uh, you get to different places and it's like wow uh, um, so so yeah, music keep keeps popping and uh, and uh, hope to 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 share it uh, as soon as possible but uh, uh, we take our time too because like the, the industry you know so yeah uh, yeah i mean i think it's <laughs> amazing if you know drop every year an album but it's so hard <laughs> you know like i think every two years that's mean you're in the good making you know like if you're constantly making because i think you know i always believe that musicians and people that make music they most of the chance and most of the times they don't do it in order to become famous or to be successful they're doing because that's what they do you know you are what you do you yeah. it's a part of you you know my brother is one of the most incredible musicians that i ever know and he you know one time he told me oh, i never practiced i said to him but you mean you're always on the either on the guitar on the piano you don't need to practice you're constantly playing you know so and that's what he does he write he write the music as a part of like eating you know it's just a part of his lifestyle yeah. uh, but we end on this note and thank you so much for coming to yeah. Soho Radio thank you Kobayashi pleasure to be here at Soho Radio wish you all the best in the shows and next time when you come we should get you back with a full band in our little studio here <laughs> Esmeralda thank you so much for producing the show and doing the sound for us and be back in two weeks see you later <laughs>